podcast, assuming that I can make it all the way through without dying. Yeah, right. Yes, please. Okay. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 149. My name is Adam West. I'm also Cliff Johnson. I'm also Adam West. Yay, that makes two Adams and one Cliff, and no Dylan, and the world breathed a collective sigh Thank of relief. Thank God. Right? Yeah. The Dylan right. is here. Oh, there he is. Where did you come from? I bamboozled you. Nobody saw you. I was just so going to go get Vicky. Weird. Figured we could just bring you right in. I know. Slot right into Dylan's space. What do we got to talk about this week? We've got some news. PlayStation Now subscription has dropped, and I am very pissed off about that, <laughs> seeing as mine just renewed three weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. Really, really irritated. Um, Feels eight, Batman. But, what? Feels Batman. Feels Batman. That's a pun on your name. Oh. Hey, thanks. Um, you want oh, me to explain it to you? I don't. Okay. I don't know where Everyone that could go. Gets it. <clears throat> I promise. <laughs> Later. Later. Um, 8-Bit Do, is that how you pronounce it? 8-Bit Do, Do? Dibido. Dibido. 8-Bit-Do. Switch Lite controllers. They are here. They are a thing. I don't know why, but they're real cute. We'll talk about that. Logitech is going to purchase Streamlabs for $89 million. Plus another $30 million if they do real good. If they do real good, which I want to say they had 1.7, how many billions of trillions of hours of streaming? I can't remember. It was a really crazy number. Uh, Apex Legends, who just had a big tournament... I think somewhere in the Europe's, they are getting a new map. I've been to the Europe's. I have too. Mm-hmm. But have you been to the new Apex Legends map called no, World's Edge? Have not. Well, we'll talk about that. If you don't have Game Pass, well, you should probably get it, and we will tell you why. Plus, Bungie says they are going to release it one, release at least one non-Destiny game by 2025. It's fine. Yeah, cool. Seven years, six years. Yes, Just over five. Well, yeah, but if you think about when Destiny 2 came out. Yeah. so I, I, We'll talk about it. I think it's yeah. interesting. Should be interesting. Uh, questions this week as well as some cheap free games to go over. And yeah, but first we start with what we're playing. Who wants to go first? Dylan? Tell um, us about it. Okay. Uh, I played Borderlands 3 a little bit more, but I'm not going to talk about it. No. Because I didn't play it significantly more. We've talked talk about, about that. It, and we probably talked about it a lot until I have played it to the end, maybe? And now I'll talk about it more. How far are you from the end game? A long time. I'm still very early. Um, I have not finished moving yet, so my life is in boxes. I won't bore you with that anymore. Um, We did go to a beach house this weekend, and I took a cat and a board game because I had one board game that was not in a box. (laughs) And we played that board game a lot, and it was quite fun. Um, it is called Quarriers. It has been around for quite a while. There's been numerous expansions, but they recently released, I think, probably around April or so, because I was waiting for it for a long time, and they were going to release. It's like the complete version, so you get one box, and you have all the expansions they ever did in one box. Um, and I was waiting for this to come out, and it like got pushed back, and I was like, ah, I really want this because I don't want to go buy all the expansions, but I want more because I really enjoyed the game. Um, and it's a dice-building game, um, which is kind of like a deck-building game, but you use dice instead of <laughs> cards. Um, I mean, that makes sense. So the idea, though, is that you procure dice the same way that you would cards in a deck-building game. So you want to get better dice and get rid of your crappy dice right cool um so you have a little bag that you put your dice in and you draw dice randomly out of it and you roll them and those turn into monsters and creatures and spells that you fight your opponent's dice with and then you 
gain quiddity, which is the currency of the Courier's world because everything starts with a Q. Yeah. Um, I, I was more in favor of this game until I realized that the Ultimate Edition is called the Courier's Quultimate Quidition, and now I hate it. Yeah. It's not as bad as – literally, like, it's only the titles in the rule book that has that crap in it, and then when you actually, like, read the creature's names, like, it never really presents itself again, so it's not quite as stupid. Um, but I really enjoy this game, and everyone that, like – we introduced the game to really enjoyed it so there was probably six or eight of us that were kind of rotating in because it supports about four people and i think the only reason it doesn't really support more people is the system kind of breaks down if you were to add more than four people because the idea is when you cast your creatures the goal is to have your creature survive a whole round sure so each player's turn and it comes back to you if you still have that creature they score for you so they to basically disappear and turn into points. But every turn, your creatures always attack everybody all the time. So if I summon a creature, it attacks everybody. So if you have three other players, they all attack you each of their turns. So it's very hard to actually get a creature or all of your creatures to survive a full round of combat, sure. right? So the moment you add five or six players, no one would ever survive anything ever. Um, so I think that's really the only reason there's like a four-player limit. Um, but it's super fun, and there's h- literally hundreds of dice. So every creature card has its own like set of five-colored dice. That's cool. And like that's the fun of the game is because if you like rolling dice, this is exactly the game you want to play. I do. Um, and it's very random, the game, so... The idea is. Is there also, any real skill to it then, or is it just uh, luck of the draw? So, it is interesting. There's a lot of randomness to it, which I think does make it enjoyable because it doesn't. You don't have to be really skilled, right? You don't have to have a great understanding of games or probability statistics, all that stuff. Because like that stuff will help. Like if you have an idea of like how card games work, you know. If you you want the least number of dice, therefore I have the highest chance of getting all the good dice, right? Right. That's basically the biggest thing that's going to help you. But it doesn't always mean that because if you just have a lot of good dice, generally that's probably going to work out okay. But the field has a couple basic cards um, in the sense that the cards are kind of like the stats that each of the dice has. So you flip over cards randomly so you have like seven random creatures and three random spells every game and they can be a range of costs to buy them and their stats are all different so you kind of have to read them and kind of pick a strategy that you're going to go with so that's kind of where the the skill and strategy comes in is seeing what synergies you might be able to create and there is only five dice of each one of those things too so if everyone buys them up real fast that good dice isn't going to be around for you right so um it's kind of the more you play you'll you'll find things that you like but i think it's very easy for someone to step into and have fun and it's not like adam's so good at this game and he's gonna beat you every Mm -hmm. time like I thought I was pretty good at it, and I was getting my butt kicked, like, so hard for multiple <laughs> games. And everyone was winning, though, and I think that was why it was fun. It wasn't, like, 
Dylan's dominating every game of this we play, so we want to go play something else. It was like everybody was winning, or it would be a really close game. Sometimes you would get blown out, kind of, because you mm-hmm. just wouldn't get the rolls you needed, as with rolling dice. But it was a really enjoyable game. It has been around for a while, so people might have played it at some point. But I do recommend this, especially if you like rolling dice. That's cool. cool. I do like I rolling dice. I've never played it. <clears throat> I've never heard of it. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll play it sometime. It's it's fun. So. All right. Any Anything else? No. No? Okay. Um, so I've been playing uh, a few things. In fact, I've been playing so many that I was like, I'm going to start the show notes for everybody this week, <laughs> which I never do. So with Apple Arcade, I've been playing What the Golf? It's so good. It's so weird, man. It's very, it's, it's really super weird. addicting, though. Like, it I is. Just wanna, oh, let's, let's beat one more hole. I'll beat one more hole. Yeah, I can do that. I'm just going to get the crown on this hole. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing that. That is really fun. It's really weird. You can pick it up, put it down. It's there's, I I want to say there's really no skill required. Although there's a couple of like, like beat the frog or knock the thing, and I'm like, what? I think the par level. So every level, every hole in the game has. There's like the hey, this is the level. The next one is all right. Here's the par for that level, and then there's the challenge for that level. Yeah, and the pars I think are often hard. Um, it's oh, do really? this. Some of yeah, as you get into the late game, some hmm. of the pars are very hard. Um, it's do this thing in three, and that's hard. I don't think the challenges are usually very hard. They're usually goofy. Yeah. Um, but some of the pars are very difficult. Oh, okay. I'm sorry that you're not good at games. Right. No, I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, that is really fun. It's really kind of wacky, and I'm pretty sure it's only on. Uh, mobiles. So it launched it? on PC. Oh, we talked it? about it. Oh, okay. On, in I think it actually came out today. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, October first nice. or second. Yeah. So that is really fun and wacky. Uh, Sayonara, Wild Hearts. I've also been playing through. I was trying to put name the voice that was doing the narration. It's Queen Latifah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm I kept going... meaning to recommend that game to you too. It really sounded like it was right up your alley. Yeah, it's really cool. It's not um, not a whole lot of skill Mm-mm. really needed in that. It's more of just kind of an experiential kind of thing. Um, except there are portions where you need to make sure you don't run into the wall it's a uh, like a it's like res it's yeah, like, like a res. on rails kind of music rhythmy kind of game it's fun yeah it's really good um over on xbox i've been playing devil may cry 5 because i plugged my or i turned my xbox on i'm like i should i should play one of the <laughs> 142 games i've got installed <clears throat> so i picked that back up and what was interesting is I think it's a little more button mashy than previous installments of the franchise, even though I just I love button mashy games. Um, and there are clear ways to string together combos and there are ways to do things. I actually got a triple S rank for the first time, I think, ever. Nice. Um, and I was really, really excited. I think I made a cocktail about it. I was so excited. <laughs> DMC 5, <clears throat> that's the new one, right? Yes. That's the one that's five. not on Game Pass. No, that's the one on Game Pass. It's the brand new one. It just came out in February. Jeez, really? It's the brand new one. I should download that just, to, just to try it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to like it, and I'm not going to be good at it, but I'd like to try it. It's cool. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very stylish, um, very cool game. But yeah, no, that's the brand new one. So when they wow. said that was coming out, I'm like, I legit, I don't need to purchase a game no. ever again. Even though I got Astral Chain, and I'm also playing that. <laughs> Which those two games, those aren't, those aren't small like games. Those are chunks of my life that I'm not going to get back. I think the thing is, is I compare how many games I bought last year versus how many games I bought this year, and it's maybe a quarter, maybe mm-hmm. a tenth. I just have not – I haven't needed to. It's crazy how much things it's, – it's crazy for me oh. how much Game Pass changed my buying habits. Absolutely. Well, there's – because I wanted to play Devil May Cry 5, but I didn't buy it, and then it came out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play Slay the Spire, 
So I bought it, and then it showed up <laughs> everywhere for free, including Game Pass the following week after yeah. that. Um, I wanted to play Creature in the Well, which I forgot to put that on. Creature in the Well, super interesting, weird little indie game. Um, I like the aesthetic. I think it's cool. I wasn't quite prepared for the type of game it is, which is like this weird pinball-y action kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I'm still really curious about it and the story and the way it all kind the of The aesthetic is on. amazing in that game. It's one yeah. of my favorite games I played at PAX. I like that. Um, and then there was another game that came out that I'm just like, I don't need to buy games. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Astral Chain is so good. So, 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 so yeah. good. I mean, pretty... Pretty basic kind of generic. You're one of you're a cop trying to save the world from creatures coming from the other dimension. Um, but it's fun. That's cool. And I think it's really like it's interesting that Astral Chain pulls off the style and the graphics and just the the fluidity of Devil May Cry because Devil May Cry is known for it being just this fluid, this seamless kind of like it just it's a beautiful thing in motion. And Astral Chain reminds me a lot of it. And the way that it just presents itself in the action sequences just because it's so pretty. And it just looks so good in motion. That's so, cool. Yeah. That's really definitely, cool. Definitely recommend all of those. What about you? I just want to talk about Just Cause 4 for a second. Oh, okay. Um, Taking it back. So it's another Game Pass game. Um, I've talked about it a few times on the podcast. And I keep saying, like, I don't know if I'm going to finish it. It's okay. You know, whatever. And it's, it's really gotten its hooks in me. But I think the thing that... I want to tell people that maybe have tried it but didn't super get into it because it feels – it kind of starts out feeling kind of generic and movement in it feels really awkward because you constantly are using this like slingshot hook retractable thing. Um, And I kept hitting missions where I'm like I'm just – there's a lot of missions in that game that are – Zip your way to these five points and push this button to turn off a generator or turn off a you know thing or whatever, and they're super obnoxious. And I started hitting a bunch of them where I'm like, I'm just not good enough. Well, that's a phone ringing. Hold, please, everybody. Um, all right, we're back from our phone call. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, just cause. Yeah. Um, what, so, just cause what? <laughs> just cause. Just cause. Um, what I was saying though is, is that you hit a lot of these points that just seem hard, and I was getting to the point where I had like three or four of those stacked up. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to beat these games because I don't know if I'll ever be able to beat these weird time challenges. And so I just kept kind of, you know, going around the map, unlocking different areas because there's this whole, there's this big map, and you have to do like a a level to unlock it. And sometimes that's defeat a big mission. Sometimes that's, you know, take some guys on a guided tour of a war zone, you know, just all these different quests. But as I'm playing more and more and more, I'm getting better at the shoot at your zip line, pop into a parachute, gain 150 feet of altitude, go into your wingsuit, go down zip line with your, you know, wingsuit, pull yourself along, catch more altitude. You just end up doing it over and over and over and over again. And so I, last night I was kind of, swapping back around and finding these ones that I just, I had not been able to beat, you know, it's, it's go to five of these things and I could get to three before, uh, I ran out of time and I was finishing them with 30 seconds left. Wow! And so it's a game that if you got frustrated by the, I'm just not good enough or these things suck or they're, you know, too challenging, or I just don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, just go in that game and hang out for a little while. Do some of the little missions. Do open up some different areas. You'll get good enough to actually do it. And the game goes from being kind of weird and awkward feeling to, oh, my God, I'm going so fast. Like, I'm to the point now where I'm I'm moving so quickly, like, I make myself motion sick doing
doing it. Uh, which isn't great, no, honestly. It doesn't sound like <laughs> but fun. It's not, but I really like the game. So, okay. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is another Apple Arcade game. Um, it's called Pinball Wizard, um, and it's a pinball game. And really? I know it's shocking. Um, you're, I thought it was a version of Big Buck Hunter. It's actually <laughs> no, just, Adam. It's not. It's just it's a it's a it's a song by the Who. Um, I've just been listening to it while I play Apple Arcade. No, um, so you're trying to fight in this great big circular tower, and every level of the tower has essentially a room you have to defeat. And you walk through the door, and then next to the door are these two flippers. Um, it's a, like I said, it's a pinball game. What? And, there are dolphins in this game? I'm kidding. You and, knew that joke was coming. Yeah. <laughs> It took me a second. Um, and so you, you know, you hit, you actually hit your character into the enemies to defeat them um, and go around the room and collect things. It's, and it's like a pinball game. You, you know, hit a bunch of these things. It'll, you know, dump a bunch of gold out that you can then flip around and connect. And what you're trying to do is kill the enemy on the character that has the key that unlocks the next door. Um, and the way it works is. If you go out the door of the level you're playing, it's you know it's like you losing a pinball game, and your character loses an amount of health based on what level of the tower you're on. So if you're on the first level, you're only going to lose ten percent of your health. It's not a big deal. But when you get to level six or seven, you might be losing seventy five percent of your health, and so you've got to keep you know him from falling out that door. Um, the bad guys can they they almost turn in they have like attack modes so there's a lot of these kind of slimy little hoppy slime things you have to kill and they turn orange and so if you hit them while they're orange they actually do damage to you um and so you have to really like the first couple levels just like flip 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 super fun and then you get to like level five or six and it becomes oh i gotta be careful when i'm flipping i've got to really time when i'm hitting the ball or holding the ball so i don't hit it into things or um it's complicated. And I started playing it and I got like past level one, easy, got to level two, got my butt kicked. Okay, cool. So I'll try it again. And you start learning the mechanics of it. And just to the, when I you're at the point where you're I like, do, Oh, I need to put that on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> I got so excited. I knocked my phone over. It plays, but you, do you have an iPad? Mm-hmm. It plays way better on an iPad. So, um, oh, you, yeah, you just need the screen size for it. Um, but I was just the point where I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm super frustrated with this. I've been dying too much. I'm not making any progress. And it's like, oh, hey, you got an ex- enough XP to get a skill point. I'm like, oh, cool. What does the skill do? And I unlock it. And it lets you push a button and choose a direction. So you, it actually like pauses the game and you can choose which direction you want to go. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And that makes those levels a little bit easier. So then I could get to like level three. I play one through three, one through three, one through three. <laughs> Adam's iPad's updating. And I'm like, ugh, just when I got frustrated, I'm like, oh, they're like, hey, you've got enough XP to unlock this other skill. And that skill gives you, like, a a ball you can throw at bad guys. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so now I can get to, like, level four, level five consistently. And I'm grinding through those, you know, just playing them over and over and over again. Can't get past it. Can't get past it. Like, oh, hey, you got another skill. And the loop in it is – Lupin is is a weird game because I don't know if I've ever been so just absolutely frustrated with a game that first of all I like can't stop thinking about. It. I'm like I should really go play that game some more. I should really play that game some more. Even though I, when I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm like dying. I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, but a game that like just has the loop perfect of 
oh, hey, here's a little thing that'll make it a little bit easier. And I'm like, oh, sweet, I get to level six. And they're like, hey, the game's, you know, a little bit. I'm like, oh, sweet, I can get to level six consistently now. I get to level seven. <laughs> but uh, the way it looks like the way it works is I think when you get to level 10, you can actually just start at level 10 and then go up another part of the tower. Right. So, And the skill tree looks huge. I think there's 16 or 20 skills you can unlock. Oh, wow. So there's all sorts of stuff to unlock. Um, it's very fun. <clears throat> so called Pinball Wizard. It's, uh, again, in that Apple Arcade. It's a, it's free for 30 days if you have an iOS device. Hell yeah. It's worth probably worth five bucks a month. I think I'll probably keep subscribing it's kinda, to it. It's kind of a good deal. So far, everything I've played, I really like. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting my iPad update because I need to get it to where it can support Apple Arcade. 13.1. That's the one. So, all right, cool. Well, there's what we're playing. Maybe uh, you should let us know what you're playing. You can drop us a note in our Discord if you head to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can also support our show via uh, Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bitemepodcast for as little as a buck a month, all the way up to our producer level, which is 10 bucks a month, and you get all kinds of free nifty stuff in our Discord. We send you some stuff in the mail, and we say your name. Right here he, uh, on the show. I got to say, Adam, like he, that's not written down. Adam does that from memory every single week, yeah. and it's perfect, and it sounds – I think you say the exact same words. It's, Roughly. It's, you're very talented. I try, and, I try and keep it consistent, keep the messaging consistent, it's keep it good. on brand. Keep it on brand. Yeah, yeah. That bite yeah, totally. me brand. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. Uh, are we recording now? Now we're recording. <laughs> Anyway, I want to just thank these lovely, lovely people. And the good news is I, at home right now in my mailbox, I have 50 brand new magnets. So all the people who I owe things to, I actually purchased these things. So now I can send them to you. So maybe this weekend I I will, uh, I'll get that together. So have been challenged. Yes. (laughs) Thanks goes out to Operator Jack, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Kevin Schold. Those are our fantastic producer level folk. So if I owe you magnets, you know who you are. All right, do it. Send them. All right, yeah, and if you want to support our show, just go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash podcast. And also, wherever you happen to be listening to our podcast, make sure you um, follow us on whatever platform that is. Like us, rate us, and review us. I saw a review <gasps> pop up the other day from I'm not sure who, from whom, but it was the most glorious review I think I've ever received of anything that I have had the glory of being a part of. I actually know who it's from. Should I say who it's from? I don't care. It's from Josh. Who oh, okay. is, is one of our, our good friends. I've met Josh in real life. He is great. Should I read this review? Yes, this, this is review good. is amazing. So the title is The Effin' Best, which I cannot argue with. Five-star review for a five-star yeah. podcast. Best quality in a gaming podcast. A bunch of clowns talking gaming, plugging in personal opinion, news, troll corner, and more. They're always doing their best to promote positive gaming wherever they can. Take a bite out of gaming and come hang with these awesome dudes, Cliff, Adam, West, and the Dylan. We'll see you in the Discord community. Am I the only one who got his last name? in there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, that's how you introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm West. Yeah. Anyway, that was good. I'm, I'm pretty cool. sure it's from Josh. It, it like, looks like his, his name. So. I will take it. Yeah, absolutely. It's better than the uh, worst podcast for every reason ever <laughs> <laughs> review. Which or was whatever still, it was. Which is still, like, that. that's still a pretty great review. Yeah, I agree. No, it's, it's still pretty good. Because, one, it's impossible. We are not the worst. No, podcast. no, absolutely not. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of podcasts with way more listeners. Not to say that we don't have a lot. I mean, we've got some, but there is some podcasts out there that's like, how are you on 
episode 52 and you're doing live shows and you sound like you just had a stroke into uh-huh. a microphone. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. But it's whatever. It's all good. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, make sure you review us because the more you review us and you like us and you follow us, uh, more people will find us. Yes. Yes, and we will get up in their ear holes. <clears throat> Before we go into news, uh, Extra, oh, yeah? Extra Life is a month from tomorrow. Ooh. So, I mean, it's to, it, today's the first, so um, we're recording a little early. So it is a month from Tuesday. November 2nd is the first day of, of uh, Extra Life. So if you have not come in and joined our team, you should do that. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. You have still not done it, and you have still Ooh, not done you it. you can still not, not talk to me it. like that. Um, <laughs> I can set up, we can set up uh, extra cameras, too, and I can bring my quest, and your kid's got his quest, yes. and we can lay, oh. Fun will be had. Yes, it shall. Um, all right, cool. There is all that, so up next, we've got some stuff to talk about, and we call it News. Yes. Um... So let's start things off with some disheartening news. PlayStation Now subscriptions are dropping to $9.99 a month. And if you purchase it for the year, it's $60 a year. Why did you not why did I, weren't you not going to let that I forgot cuz I was out you of in town. Australia. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to renew on it's like this is going to renew tomorrow." And I'm like, "Well, for me it's already tomorrow." So it's it's done. There's nothing oh, I can knows. do. Um, so for the low, low price of $120 a year, or, yeah, $120. No, it should have only been $100. Uh, I think, okay, well, maybe, I thought it was $120. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm drunk right now. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so PlayStation Now subscriptions have dropped to $10 a month, putting it right in line with Game Pass. If you just got Game Pass on your Xbox, which is $10 a month. Um, but what's interesting with PlayStation now is there are more than 800 games available. 300 of them are installable. Those are the PS2 or the PS4 games. Yep. PS3, you still have to stream those because weird computer Cell stuff. Cell 7 processors. Whatever. Um, but what's really cool is they're going to get some big games. God of War, Grand Theft Auto V, Infamous Second Son, and Uncharted for A Thief's End. They're going to be available until the uh, beginning of January, so about three months. Yeah, kind of, and I think it's kind of cool. Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, like God of War is new, so I can see why you would not want that to be. I mean, it's a year a and permanently. A half see, all those those should have just been permanent. I think it's silly yeah. that they're temporary. I think it's really silly, um, Very silly, especially when you see the quality of. Well, I mean, uh, the day and date stuff that comes into Game Pass, but Absolutely. past that, the the cool six-month-old games that are coming into Game Pass. So right. these should have got, stayed. So God of War is a year-and-a-half-old. Grand Theft Auto V is last-gen. It's yeah. a last-gen game. Infamous Second Son is right at the beginning of this generation. Yeah. So is and Uncharted 4. 4, that was, yeah, like year two, PS4. Yeah, so. so I think this is super cool. I think that it, like Vinny and I were talking this morning, and this really shows, I think, how this is this is the, they're doing this because it is a reaction to Game Pass. Game mm-hmm. Pass is successful enough that they had to do it, and even they even said so that we lowered our price to be competitive with other similar streaming services. So I think it just shows that competition is a is a thing that Xbox can still push. You know, they are definitely thinking about it. So I think it's great. I I probably still won't subscribe because I don't need another subscription with probably a lot of games I already have, but. Or more probably, I just don't have time to play a bunch I of other PlayStation games, can't too. can't play these 800 other games. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. Too but, many games. But you should. Plus, I hate my PlayStation controller. <laughs> I, I hate my, my PlayStation, PlayStation controller so much. I love that thing. I've I don't not, know why. 
I haven't turned on my PlayStation in months, I'll be honest. It's a great feather duster. Yeah. Blasphemous. Anyway. Um, but what's cool is that um, this is just the first wave of these quote-unquote big games. Yeah. Every three months they're going to rotate new titles. Do you in. think it'll be every three months? That's what it says according to the... Does it? I thought it was like there will be more coming soon. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be an every three months so, thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. According to... Uh, do, 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 Grace Jed, VP of PlayStation Network. Yeah, I thought... If it was a three-month rotation... Yeah, each month the would... service will add a new selection of marquee games that will be available for a limited period. So oh, it might actually it be starting in November. So if right. you know if they start doing that monthly where there's cool big games every month, that, that would be all right. I'm probably still finish. not going to do it, but... Well, I have no choice. I have it. <laughs> there you go. No refunds. That's fine. Because um, I do like my PlayStation. Yeah. I do need to turn it on again at some point. Yeah. So I can be like, do you still, are you still alive? Do you need to... It's a need to breathe a bit. Yeah. I guess if you didn't catch that, too, that is the way it works, is when your subscription comes up the next time, whether that's monthly, quarterly, or yearly, that's when you start getting that discount. So, Sorry, man. So annoying. All right. Now that I know I've paid way too much for PlayStation Now, let's move along to 8-Bit Do. 8-Bit Do. Um, so you've seen the Switch Lite. They come in all those cute colors. They're really, really cute. They're really, really interesting. I really, really want one. Me too. I know, right? But... Um, Apidodo has made—I don't know how to say it—so I'm just Apidodo um, has made these really cool Switch Lite themed controllers in all the fun little colors and, and stuff, and they look really cute. They're super cute. They're only twenty-five bucks. Yeah. But why do we have these? Why are these a thing? And I think, like, if you're not thinking of it, because I didn't, Adam asked me the same question. I'm like, I don't know, why do we have any peripherals? Like, the Switch doesn't, the Switch Lite doesn't even have a kickstand. Like, you yeah. would literally have to find, like, a book to prop it up on in order to use these controllers. So, I don't know. Dylan yes, has an answer. To play two player. But, but here's the thing if you want to play two player, you need to get a regular Switch that you can put onto a TV no, that you can, you can sit next to each other. But and I sp- play handheld and they sit next to me and look at the screen. And looks play. over your- Like I'm- I've done it. I've done it on my Switch. Does so it's it like, suck? No, it's well, fine. I mean, like I'm it- on the ferry going across the water and we're going to play a puzzle game together for 30 minutes. Like it's it's fine. Cuz see, I've done that on flights though with the regular Switch where I set it up with the right. with the little stand. But some sometimes you have to then- hold it because you don't have anywhere to put it. I guess. Like, there's no thing for me to rest on, so I'm just going to hold it, and the person sitting next to me is going to kind of lean over a little bit, and we're just going to play. Like, it's. Yeah. I literally can't think of anything more awkward than that. I it's find not, that but very I mean, inconvenient. like, it's. I mean, it's a reality, though. Like, it can be done, and it is functional. And yeah, you're not going to do it for two hours, but for a 30 minute ferry crossing, like, it's okay. fine. I don't want to live in Dylan's reality. It's weird, though. Well, I mean, I see. I see the point. Even on a plane, because really propping it up on the thing isn't the best either, so I'd almost rather just hold it. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, what's also interesting, though, is that it doesn't have any analog stick on it. They are control pads, yeah. like yeah. D-pads, so you're not going to get the full... I'm not talking about the how good this controller is. It, well, it's almost <laughs> like it's designed to play like the NES and SNES games right. totally, that totally. are part of uh, <clears throat> Nintendo Online now. So, I don't know. They're really cute, and they match the colors of mm-hmm. the new Switches, the turquoise and the yellow, perfectly. There is no gray one of them, so I guess if you're really boring and got a gray... I think Brian Altano at IGN got the gray one. He's like, yeah, and I'm the one who got the gray one. But everyone's like, oh, it looks so good. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so even the gray one is interesting. I have the gray original Switch, but it was because it was that or don't get one. Right. So. Samesies. Gotcha. But then I got Blue Joy-Con. 
Nice. Yeah, I only have my original. I never got extra Joy-Cons. They're too expensive and I don't care. Yeah, I've, I was the guy who was like, I'm going to get two Joy- I'm going to get the set of Joy-Cons that comes with it, another set, because everybody's going to play all the time. You're going to nope. be Per Schneider. Oh, yep. man, I, I use all those controls all the time. Yeah, I just don't got play. four Joy-Cons and two Pro Controllers, and we're just... Really? Maybe maybe Dylan has We're friends. Gaming wrong. I should yeah. get friends. Friends would be cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they cost twenty five bucks. They come out uh, October thirtieth. You can pre purchase them now on Amazon. Um, and they do work on uh, in Windows and Mac and Android. So there you if go. you want to do some gaming on your phone or play some retro games on your like Absolutely. PC, that'd be pretty cool. I would do it. All right. Up next, Logitech is going to buy Streamlabs. The creator of Streamlabs OBS and Streamlabs blah, 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 blah. Really just Streamlabs OBS. <laughs> really just, well, they've got Streamlabs and then they've got like, don't they have um, OBS Studio? No, nah, it's all the same thing. Yeah. I mean, oh. th- their software is, I mean, they have the website version of it and they have the, I guess they have the website version of it and they have the actual s- streaming version of it. So, okay. yeah, I guess. Um, so they are purchasing that for $89 million plus a whole bunch of other, what, like stock or something? Well, so I, I think the deal was is it's eighty nine million dollars, and if they see like there's some like aggressive growth oh, measurements, right. and if they like do that, they'll 30... get an extra twenty nine million dollars yeah. in stock. That's crazy. So I mean, Logitech is clearly like probably one of the industry leaders when it comes to cameras and streaming peripherals. I mean, kind of. I mean, they they mm-hmm. obviously they sell really nice webcams. Well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. no dispute there. And they do own Yeti who makes Oh, really? Yeah, they bought Yeti last year, I want to say. So between the cameras, they're trying to shift their business. Yeah. Like cameras, I'm, microphones, also they've got great headphones, great gaming headsets. Really? I've got one. It's fantastic. It's it's super comfortable. The mic is really good. The audio is great. The surround is awesome. I guess my question is is so they paid ninety million dollars for a company that, as far as I, well, do they do they have some sort of subscription service? I don't know. I if they, well, think there is <clears throat> some sort of paid because you I can pay like for is, different not, like different plugins and different yeah, things like that. So I'm sure that when you pay that's for that right. stuff, they get cuts of that. Kind that's of like, right. You know, where you I forgot like you can there's like plugins that you can buy and widgets yeah. you can buy. And I think you can like subscribe to the service and get yeah. better overlays and stuff. So, okay. So yeah. at first I was like, they pay $90 million for a company that as far as I can tell doesn't have a business model, but they, <laughs> they definitely do. So yeah. I don't know if they have a $90 million business model, but maybe. I mean, I, um, I mean, Streamlabs OBS to me is the best way to stream anywhere. It's super easy to use. It's, it's a, a resource hog. It makes a, me want to throw my computer out a see, window. And, like, I think that's just your computer though, because it runs fine on mine. It doesn't use any more resource than just OBS does. Right. So I just think it's kind of clunky. It's one of those – like I'm not a big fan of programs that want to build their own UI that are just a Windows program. You know what I mean? Like to me, if you're going to build a Windows program, it should just be like Windows, mm-hmm. not like, hey, we're going to build this funky, weird – looks like a web to a web page thing. Like I don't, I don't like the layout of it, but – it's cool that it pulls your chat into the window. It, it It's just easy, and it's really easy to set up things like donations. It's really easy to set up um, notifications for when people subscribe and give you bits and all that kind of crap. So I don't know. I, I think If it's I a, were actually streaming more, I would know all this. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just easy. Like if you're, if you're streaming and you're not using Streamlabs OBS, you might want to think about it. But I don't – I'm still kind of curious what Logitech's – like, what's Logitech's endgame? Do they want to become 
what what okay so how they, can they get further than what they are you know like they're already yeah. selling the hardware is it just a, a thing to become more synonymous with streaming is that their game they want to sell more mics so they want to become a more streaming oriented yeah I guess. I'm guessing because everybody is moving towards the, this is my home, also my studio, watch me live my life. Like, you're going to have a reality show coming out of everybody's home. I guess I just wonder, too. you can too, get all the, all the peripherals and everything you need to set up your entire station through Logitech. I guess right. my question is, is what's a bigger market? People buying webcams to stream or people buying webcams to, like, do Skype for work? You know, I would think that, like, the business market would actually be bigger than the streaming market unless right. it – I wonder if what you'll see is Logitech, like, spin off its, uh, like, streaming microphone thing into, like, a separate business unit. Um, kind of like, like Dell owns Alienware, you know, right. and, and they operate in the same sphere, but, like, this is our gaming stuff. I wonder if Logitech will start, like, a Logitech gaming division and that all gets pushed over there. I don't know. That would make sense. We will see. I think. that Well, it wouldn't make sense, but that would explain why this is happening. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Hmm? Make more than sense. It'll make dollars. Oh, hopefully $89 billion minimum. <laughs> exactly. All right. Up next, Apex Legends is getting a new map. It's called World's Edge. It's it where molten heat. It's the flat heat... Earth map. <laughs> it is kind of, isn't it? It's yeah. where molten heat and chemical ice collide, indicating players will be facing off in an extreme temperature environment. It has a train. A... Sweet. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> right? I actually really like that about the Apex maps. Like, the other one had the big thing walking across yep. it. Like, Fortnite? that was cool. No, oh, Apex. I've yeah. never played uh, Fortnite. Because I really like the idea of these games having more environmental things that could disrupt what yeah. is going on, whether that be a volcano erupting. Well, I know Fortnite's done things that like that, I guess, but to always have something, whether it's a bear coming out of the forest to eat you in PUBG because you're just sitting there camping or... <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? No, but it oh, should be. That would be, be because, so cool. That would be great. Because I like the idea of... Something that disrupts the normal, like, that loop. Right. Because it it could be the same. Literally, you could do the same thing every time. But to have, like, a tidal wave come through yeah. and just... I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's. I would, to me, it's cool. I would really like to see one of these games, and I think it seems like someone did this. Uh, I just don't remember who, but do like a PvPVE where like hunt the showdown. Oh, hunt! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I haven't played yet, but I have a buddy that like religiously plays that. But I, I like the idea of not having a shrinking circle because I'm not super big on the shrinking shrinking right. circle just give idea. Me a smaller map, yeah. and like less people, and then environmental elements, yeah. and that's the game I'd rather play. Yeah. Because I, I, I just how cool would it be though if you were wandering through the forest trying to be all you know sneaky, and all of a sudden you walked into a bear and the bear killed you, right? You know, or like instead of a shrinking circle, it, like give it an environmental reason for something to push you away from that spot. Mm-hmm. A bomb drops and releases poison gas, so you have to leave this area. Yeah, not necessarily that the circle is bringing everyone together because of course at some point you're gonna have to push people together but i think there's more interesting ways than just an arbitrary circle force field like making us go hug i don't know apex legends i think is the best of the three but that unfortunately still doesn't make me actually want to play it so i've played it i think literally like three rounds i'd play it more but i want to keep my win percentage at 66 i forgot about that yeah don't want that sweet sweet win percentage to drop all right, well, there's that, and it's uh, available to play today. Yep, so now. Go out and do it. Well, if for some reason you don't have Game Pass still, 
well, I'm sorry. I want to slap you, but you should go get it. And now is probably a good time to do it because if you join Xbox Ultimate or Xbox Game Pass for PC, you will get six months of Spotify Premium. It's a good deal. That's really good. It's ten bucks. I mean, it's sixty dollars. That's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the sucky thing is, is it's only available if you like if you have just regular Game Pass and you've never gotten Spotify, you qualify for this because you have to upgrade to Ultimate. And you get the the Spotify for free. If you've ever had Spotify, you don't qualify. Although I would assume you could probably just like get a, get a fake Gmail address and you know right. get a new Spotify. Um, and it doesn't work though if you've already upgraded to Ultimate either. So really annoying. Yeah, this is not this is not my day. It's kind of a bummer. But if you if you either just have regular Game Pass and haven't gone up to Ultimate, or if you don't have Game Pass at all and have an Xbox, in which case I don't understand you, but whatever. Um, like now's the time to do it. You can go. You can upgrade for a dollar um, to go up to Burn. Ultimate and get six months of Spotify. So you spend a dollar, save fifty nine. Um, and Spotify is awesome. I love Spotify. I've been a subscriber to Spotify since the literal day it launched in the United States. So sorry, Adam. Yeah, I'm pissed, but it's fine. Um, and it's only available to you folks in the U.S. and U.K. Ah, good point. Do, do, do. <laughs> the us and uck. <laughs> Mostly uck. And that's whatever. All right. Bungie is going to release at least one non-Destiny game by 2025. So within the next five and a half years, you will be seeing a game that is not Destiny. Yeah. From It'll them. be Caterpillar Car Crash. Have they – what other – what other games have they got? They, they did Halo, the Halo. original Halos, The original they? Halos, okay. yeah. Um, is that it? No, Bungie's actually been around. Um, Bungie, like oddly enough, was a big Mac developer. They did a game called um, Marathon and Marathon 2, Sounds like I it believe. involves running and I don't do that. Yeah, no, it was actually – it was a shooter. Um, it was well. really big at the time. Um, Halo, the original Halo was actually supposed to be a Mac game. Um, and then they got bought by Microsoft, and they brought it to the original Xbox. Talk about a what 180. a different world we right? live in uh-huh. if Halo had launched on the Mac. Right? Yeah. Super you would weird. have the Mac box uh-huh. or something. Probably not. It probably just would have the sold. Apple box. It probably would just sold to the Apple box. <laughs> <laughs> a joke only a videographer would get. Um, it uh, it probably just would have sold, you know, a lot less and been kind of right out. yeah or you, people are talking about man i played this game on this mac when i was a kid it was so great cool, and that's yeah. it um but uh the reason i think this is interesting is not because bungie's never made another game before but it's that bungie's committed to destiny for the long haul and i just when i heard this i'm like how are they going to have enough people to make another game on top of all the stuff that they're doing for destiny um and uh we started kind of talking about it, and Kevin uh, actually brought this up, and he's our kind of resident Destiny expert. And yeah, yeah. and uh, apparently Bungie How got a hundred million dollars in investment last year from a uh, Chinese um, kind of like telecom. They make games, but they also do a lot of weird internet stuff uh, called NetEase. So a spare hundred million dollars can buy you a lot of and video game developers. Something. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I mean, no one knows what it's going to be, but their their big thing is that they want to create um, another world like Destiny. That's a great place to go and build friendships. Like that's literally their their game plan. Is we want to make another game where people can go and hang out with their friends, which I think is actually a really cool. Like you know, most game developers, you're like, what are you going to? Oh, we're going to build this cool new first person game where you blow up, blah 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 blah. And they're like, no, we just want friends to get together and play video games online. I think that's a really cool like design premise. So we'll see, we'll see what they do. I'm excited to get back into Destiny 2 when I get my Google Stadia Founders Edition. Yeah, I really want to get back into and. 
Well, cool. Well, all right. Well, there you go. That's all your news that we felt like telling you about this week. Hopefully, we didn't miss anything that you uh, were hoping we would talk about. If we did, make sure you let us know on our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. That's right. And you can also uh, jump into our Discord and ask us questions because we have a very lively discussion always going on. It's true. Um, Many, many topics. More in the mornings. Like, we're real East Coast heavy. We need to get more West Coast friends. So if you're on the West Coast and you listen to us, come hang out with us because the the, the Discord, like, dies at, like, (laughs) 6. You're like, where'd everybody go? To Uh bed. Oh, got it. Well, I meant like even like, uh, sorry, 6 Eastern time, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like things really wind down as they like drive home and then it picks back up for an hour or two and then just... messages while you're driving. It's fine. It'll be fine. I'm kidding. Please don't do that. No. All right. We have questions this week. Just a few. Man Socks, of course. Joe Coleslaw's got one for us, but we always start off with this fella. Hey, yo, Vinny. What's doing? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Well, he's playing games these days, so I hear. Dead Um, by Daylight. Yeah, I and it's. I think that's on Game Pass. Mm, probably. Uh, it seems like it might be. It's either there or I or it came in. I yeah. think it was just in something or added something. to. Maybe something. it was in a humble. No, it was just added to Switch. I know that it's just come out on Switch, but I know that there. I've got it somewhere. Kind of want to play it. You play it, it. It was in a humble bundle at some point. I yeah. I everything was in a humble bundle. Everything that I purchased before shows up on Game Pass or Humble Bundle. That's Blah. actually going to be Man Talk's question. So, All right. Well, uh, Vinny wants to know, what video game or series do you think would work well in another genre of gaming? Like Gears of War RTS, a rare kart racer. What do you think? Um, you know, this actually isn't quite an answer to the question, which is unfortunate, but that's, I'm going to answer it this way anyway. Um, it was actually Mansox's answer, and he said a uh, a Star Wars RTS, which would be very good. So, haven't we seen a Star Wars RTS? Mm, battle the like Battlefront was kind of one, right? Uh, like the original Battlefront yeah. back in the day before they renamed another game, the one that wasn't crap. Battlefront. Battlefronts were so much better. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking what would actually be really good is a is a role playing game in the style of Warcraft Three where you have hero units. So your famous movie folk no idea could what you're be yeah. your hero units, and then you know you then you have all the backing troops. So yeah. I think I think that'd be a really be cool, cool a Warcraft Three style Star Wars game. That would be cool. I like it. I was not a Gears of War RTS, but a is, Gears of War TBS. Too? No, that's a Halo has an RTS. Oh, gotcha. What did you say, Dylan? Gears of War is a TBS. Uh, Turner Broadcast System? <laughs> I'm like, no, he owns um, everything. I think with Gears of War's, like, reliance on cover, like, within the game itself, like, yeah. to just turn it into, like, a turn-based tactical shooter. Oh, I could see that. Like, it, I think it would be a natural fit and would keep some of the smash, boom, pow, and pizzazz of Gears of War. Just, Almost like if you, uh, like, if Gears of War did a uh, Mario plus Rabbids kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. Or, like, just, like, the XCOM style, yeah. I yeah. guess. Those kind of thing. I think it would fit really well in that and give you a more strategic, yeah. and maybe they could do it on a bigger scale maybe where you had more troops or something like to see the actual like war side of years of war because there were larger conflicts that i don't think you experienced in the game and it might be and that might even be something that like Vinny suggested in rts years of war that might be an interesting thing to explore too or have both where you do these big larger conflicts real-time strategy and then you have smaller skirmishes and like a turn-based cover thing that you could like by completing this mission, you'll get some strategic asset to help you in the larger scale of battle. 
Boom. That's, that's a really cool um, idea, actually. Yeah. That's I've, a really cool I've idea. I've always wanted a game like that where yeah. you had like kind of two separate things. That I always wanted like one that where cool. that it was a game where two people were playing uh, a RTS or something like that, and then the units that they were moving were actually actual players. Right. So you have one person directing the scenes like a general, and then you're the actual players on the ground doing what they tell you to do or not doing what they tell right. you to do. Right, going AWOL. Yeah. It'd be really cool if that they could do, and I know that some games have done this where it's like you've got your you've got your top down map and you're looking, and you're placing all your units and everywhere, and blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and then it either plays out on that screen there or it zooms down and then it goes into some generic play field. It would be nice if instead it actually zoomed down into the actual like an actual map, yeah. and everything played out based on how you directed them to. So it's not just like some pre-rendered cut scene that's like, oh, let's see what happens. It would be nice if that was like an actual seamless kind of back and forth between your top-down view and then getting down into the nitty-gritty of that it. That would actually be kind of an interesting thing if you did it, like, so you have your top-down that, you know, your, to- your your big thing, it's, you know, a Civ six style map, and then you zoom down into what's actually taking place, but then you control it like... Um, uh, Overwatch. The, well, I've seen like the Dragon Age games that are like that that real time, but time that possible things. Mm-hmm. So you could actually, you know, just let it play out in you know watch things happen, but then go, oh no, I need to interrupt this and move this over here. That'd be interesting too. Yeah. We should fun. all just quit our jobs to make video games. Totally, I'm down for that. But, but I want to make money eventually. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that question, Mr. Vinny. Uh, Joe Coleslaw has a question for us. What games do you feel deserve a second chance a few years after launch? What games have made the most at second chances? Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny, Destiny 2, Fallout 76. He just revisited Star Wars Battlefront 2. Sorry, Adam. It's okay. I'll let it go this time. <laughs> and he was blown away by the vast improvements of the progression and award- reward system. Um, I think you were blown away because EA was like, we need to fix this now yeah. after all the giant uproar uh, about that. But still, hey, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I don't know. That game for me, I've I've tried going back and I'm like, I just don't like the way this controls. They put in a new – it's so weird that the I controls know. is what turns you off from that game. Um, well, there's so much other stuff about it that's just terrible, I'm sure. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> they added a new co-op mode that I kind of want to try in that hmm, too. I don't. Um, games that deserve a second chance. None. No second chances. Um, well, I think all the games that have gotten their second chances are the ones that yeah. deserve their second chances. I, I don't know if there's... See, I tried No Man's Sky. I still hate it. See, that game, that's It just one of doesn't those... do it for me. Like, I don't know what that game was before, but it must have been dung. Like, <laughs> because, like, I just, like, I started playing it and, like... I played it for like just over two hours, and I'm like, dang, I can't get a refund now. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. That game for me, from the jump, I was like, it's, I'm not one of those weird collecty, buildy, crafty kind of people when it comes to games. But for whatever reason, that game, I was okay with it, and I'm still okay with it. I like getting in there and just farting around and see what's going on. I think the yeah. problem with Newman's Sky is that it falls in a weird game place for me where. I don't think that game is supposed to be a game where you go in and just like try and get to the end. Um, but I don't have enough time to Ex- not get in it and just go to play towards the end. Like that right. is supposed to be a game where you're like, no, I'm cool spending four hours just exploring a planet and taking pictures. Right. And in a world where I have infinitely more time, absolutely, I think right. I'd enjoy that game. Because every time I go in and play it, I'm like, this game's gorgeous. And look at this cool dinosaur thing and that it's growing a plant out of its head. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I got all these cool things. And now I can make this cool thing. 
With all the things. With all the things. But I don't have four hours to do that. Right. I and barely it, have 45 minutes to do that. Yeah, in a world with unlimited time, I might. Yeah. Like, I might find enjoyment in that game, but meandering for hours and realizing I could have just done something in a different game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go do something yeah, in a yeah. different game or go hiking. I think, like, I can just go do real No Man's I Sky. I can actually go. There are no dinosaurs with plants growing out of their heads in right. Washington. Uh, I don't know. I found a stick with a mushroom growing out of it. It was pretty cool. Close. Very I different. I call that a win. Very call different. Um, Any I, other games you think? To me, probably the one that I want to go back to the most is Fallout 76. They've done a lot of work on that. They they have the actual NPCs now. And I really enjoyed that game when it came out. Like, I was not one of the, like, oh, it's garbage. Like, I thought it was fine. It was exactly what I expected out of a Fallout game. So. Yeah. Um, I just need to get it back. My dad's like put seventy million hours into that, so I should just That's hook amazing. up with him and he can every t- every morning I that I'm playing games on Saturdays. I see my dad like log in Fallout seventy six. I'm like yeah. whatever, dad, yeah. go for <laughs> it. So I should probably just go hook up with and him. Is he trial. playing on PC, Xbox, Xbox? Okay, so yeah, um, I really enjoyed that game when it came out and I paid for it. So I should probably give is it, it on go. Game Pass yet? Not yet. Uh, okay. You know, neither is neither is Anthem, and I'm absolutely shocked. Anthem went into the Origins. Origin Access, is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah. The PC been, version yeah. of it? Um, and it's not in EA Access, EA Access yet, and I think that's really funny. So yeah. we'll see. Um, I hope Artifact is one of yeah. these games after they've gone heads down to to do it. And, I, like, I liked it before. Like, I, I like it, and I understand why it's kind of inaccessible for people. But I I also very much like games that become more accessible. I actually had a really interesting discussion at the Beach House this weekend um, with my buddy who was kind of a... He's kind of like a secret Dungeons & Dragons fan his like whole life. But we were talking about like the differences in Dungeons & Dragons over the years. and um, But like the new edition of Dungeons & Dragons is... It kind of took away some of the complexity to make it more accessible sure. for people. Which now allows you to have more people to play that game and share that with. So you don't have to be so like... Feel like it's weird. It's like that thing where the more people you get involved, the less like niche and like I'm the secret yeah. Dungeons and Dragons player thing, right? So like I appreciate when they did that. And, Same. That's like, what they've done with Warhammer over the years. Like mm. while you can you can keep the core of the game the same and make it just a little bit simpler because not everyone wants to play those <clears throat> immensely complex games like some of us do, but. I can still appreciate a game that is more accessible. Yep. So hopefully they can do that with Artifact. Nice. I think Artifact's going to be one of those games that either like comes out six months from now and it's like, wow, or six months from now you'll read like a little teeny blurb in a press release that the entire Artifact team has out. been let go yeah. and they don't make any sort of announcement <laughs> besides that. Part of me wonders if it's going to – Yeah, it's probably going to be that we couldn't really figure this out. But no, oh, well. That sucks. Thank you, Joe, for that question. Up next, Mansox wants to know, with the repetition we're seeing in Humble Bundles, do you think their days are numbered? I say nope. So the reason this came up is they put out a new bundle today. It's called the One Special Day 2019 Bundle. Um, it contains Broken Age and Perfect Dates at the $1 mark. It contains Swords of Ditto, Stronghold Crusader, Bomber Crew at the middle one. It's like five and a half bucks right now. And then for $10, you get Eastern Front, Tannenberg, and Dirt 4. Now, I'm going to say at least 80% of those games have been in another Humble Bundle before. Were they in a monthly Humble Bundle? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so, and, and I'm seeing that more and more and more, is that they release Humble Bundle, and I'm like, well, I already own 60% of those games. And the first question was why? Like, why are they... It used to be that you'd get a Humble Bundle, and you're like, dang, I want every single one of those games. That's awesome. Right. And is it... What's causing that problem? Is it that... 
Humble Bundle was bought by IGN and IGN has been having a harder time making it work? Is it that things like – and this is actually was my supposition – is that Game Pass and things like Game Pass are sucking up all of the – free games or games that would traditionally have been in a humble bundle previous to now and either their licensing won't let them do it or they're like now nah, why would i put it in a humble bundle i'm already on game pass i need to make some money from steam somewhere right. um <clears throat> or if it's just you know like developers are less likely to work with some like hum- humble yeah. you know and so i don't know what the answer is and i don't think that they're going away oh god but um, it's it's been interesting to like for me who used to buy almost every humble bundle that came out. Like I don't remember the last time I bought one because it's just there's not been one that go I go like oh sweet I need all ten of those games. Right. So I don't know. Do you think they're going to stick around? I don't see why they wouldn't. Because I mean it. No, people will always love to buy games at a discount, and the fact that they're helping charity, quote unquote, at the same time. Yeah. That I mean, it's just—it's one of those you could literally stick a flaming bag of dog crap in yeah. there and say that your money goes to charity, but you get this free thing or you yeah. just super super discount. Normally fifty dollars, it's only ten cents today. I mean, this one like, came out today. It came out at about eleven. I want to say that's already sold thirty two hundred bundles. So, yeah. so people are going to continue yeah. buying. These. Yeah. I think it's just something that as a user, you like. I, even with the monthly one, like, I'm very diligent about, like, am I going to get this or not? Because there's only been a few that I actually do pick up. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I guess well, I someone out there didn't get it the last time around, so they're looking at these games. Yeah. And so and I skip I, I skip that one. I've skipped it two or three times, but I get it almost every month. I just think it's interesting. I think you've been seeing less video game bundles, too. I mean, if you mm-hmm. look, they've got nine, ten bundles going right now and only... If you don't count Humble Bundle Monthly, only two of them are video game bundles. Wow. So they've got a, like a graphic arts one and a – let's see, that's a book one. That's a game dev one and a network security one <clears throat> and a tech and electronic book one and a like fantasy role-playing book one and then a comics one. So nice. I think they, they – I think they're you might – They're branching out into yeah. to different places. So I don't know. I hope they keep going. I've I've always enjoyed it. So Definitely. All right. Thank you, Man Socks. Thank you, everybody, for your questions. Like I said, if you have questions for us, drop them in our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord, or you can at us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Slide up into those DMs. Yeah. Give us your questions. It sounded real dirty. I don't like it. That's that's the whole thing. That's that's what the kids are saying. All right. Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games because I know you've got to get out of here for a thing. Or whatever, offspring thing or whatever. Yeah. All right. So Game Pass this month, some cool stuff actually on the way. I'm excited about. Same. Um, don't care about this one. Dishonored 2, that hats, that happens on really? what, Friday? Dishonored 2 is supposed to be dope. Thursday? Is it? So, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes out. Yeah, that's Thursday. Yeah, Dishonored 2 is a, like a, a really cool stealth game. Like, you'd probably dig it. It's oh, good. Oh, yeah. I don't – I might check it out just because I did like the stealth in yeah. The Last of Us, so – it's similar to that. It's really cool. You can like see people's heartbeats and stuff. Oh. It's. I played the first one. I liked Seems it a lot. I don't have a heart. No. Great. Uh, World War Z, crappy, crappy movie. Is uh, I heard the book's good? Yeah, the book's supposed to be really good, but the game I I heard is actually not that terrible. It's yeah, supposed to be Vinny fun. liked it. I think he said it got a little repetitive. I really, really, really wanted to play this, but did not want to purchase it. So this yeah. works out great. There you go. October tenth. Also October tenth. Uh, ukulele. Another game I really, really wanted to play, but did not want to purchase. Right. <laughs> Um, October 17th, a game I've never played but have always wanted to play, Fallout New Vegas. It's good. 
So, yeah, and that's pretty much all the Fallout, Fallout 2, 3, no, I'm sorry, 3, 4, New Vegas. Those are all on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can play every game after 2, I think, on Game Pass right now. <clears throat> wow. All right, October 17th, as well as is Felix the Reaper. So hyped for this. Don't know this game. It's a really fun music. It's got great music. It's not a music-based game, but you play a Grim Reaper who is setting up. It's a, The puzzle in each level is to set up someone dying so you can <laughs> take their soul. It's very good. And now I want to play it. Uh, also October 17th, Panzer Dragoon Orta. Yeah, it's a backwards compatible. It's a 360 game. Cool. So is New Vegas. Cool. Uh, Epic Store. Minute, M-I-N-I-T. So, so good. What is it? Um, it's a two-bit, it's just black and white, oh. um, game that takes place in a 60-second loop. So you start at your house, and you just start walking. Um, and every 60 seconds, you die and restart at your house. So you go and... You walk to the left and you'll find a sword and you pick up the sword and the sword's persistent. So when you die, next time you have a sword. Okay. And so next time you don't have to go to the sword because you've already been there. So you'll go to uh, an inn and they're like, hey, man, I really wish someone would kill all those bats for me. And then you die. And next time you go and kill the bats and the store owner gives you a shield and you keep the shield. And okay. it's literally just exploring, 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 exploring and dying every 60 seconds. And then – Eventually, you'll find another house that you can stay in, and you'll start respawning from that house, and so you can explore out further. Um, huh. It's very, very fun. I mean, really kind of cute and quirky. Um, cool. And it takes, it's, I think, about a 90-minute game, so it doesn't, it's not oh, a huge okay. time investment. It's good. Sounds like fun. Uh, that's on the Epic Store. On Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you've also got Twitch Prime. You will get Adam Wolf. The Walking Dead Mashan, a Telltale miniseries. That's the next chapter, or one of the chapters of the Telltale uh, Walking Dead series. Stranger Things 3, the game, which I kind of wanted to play. Kind of. It's that weird, like, isometric. Mm-hmm. It, like 16-bitty. Yeah, it, it really doesn't feel Stranger Things, but I, it got okay reviews, so yeah. it's new. I mean, just came out. Yeah, just a few months Just Yeah, just a few months ago, right before the game, yeah. right before the series came out. Uh, Deadlight Director's Cut. Don't know. Yeah. Serial cleaner. You play a uh, fixer for the mob. Totally into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so those are going to be available on Twitch Prime. And that is your free cheap game. Also good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Cliff needs to get out of here, so make sure you find us online. BiteMePodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Mepodcast.com, slash Discord if you'd like to join that, slash Humble if you'd like to support our show through our Humble Bundle affiliate link. Slash extra, extra life. life if you'd like to help save the children. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. So, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Save the children. Kids. Yes, yes. Um, so, definitely check out all those links and find me on Twitter, Insta, and Mixer and Twitch at NotGoodGamer, NotGoodGAYMER. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. check out Apple Arcade. It's cool. It's free. It's good. Right now for a month. Check it out. Yeah. There's some really good stuff. Uh, that's I don't know. I don't know if you saw me or if you saw me, but I was looking through the Apple Arcade and like my mouth was like hitting the floor. There's all this There's great, great, great games. Looking games in Absolutely there. great games. Play so. Cat's Quest too. It's good. I saw that. That was one of them. It's super fun. All right, we are out of here. Go do your thing, and we will see you next week. Next week, bite me.